This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. It's another bonus podcast. Hey chickens, fabulous Adam Richard here. I've been watching Picard uh, and I have more theories. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So um, this is a very grown-up podcast. I hope you're not listening if you're underage. There's a big explicit tag on this one, so... Be prepared. There's going to be some adult talk. Um, also, there's so much swearing in this show and smoking and, you know, that it's very full on. Um, there's the sweary admiral. She made another appearance. I love the sweary admiral. She's kind of my favourite. And, like, the fact that Picard goes off at her and she just lets him run off at the mouth before going, dropping the F-bomb and... <laughs> Giving him what for. Um, but yeah, so a lot happened this episode. This was the uh, let's answer all of the unanswered questions from the previous seven episodes. Uh, and I noticed that the that Michael Shaben, who is the writer of uh, the... He's like the head writer of the show. Um, and, you know, writer of it, The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay and the... What's the secret Yiddish policeman thing? Is that one of his books? Anyway, amazing writer. Um, but he'd written this episode, so obviously this was all the stuff that has been seeded through previous the previous seven episodes, and we finally get answers of what is going on with the Shatvajaja, <laughs> the Shatvash, um, why they have this terror of uh, synthetic life. Um and as we suspected, uh, they were behind the synthetics blowing up Mars, um, which 
you know, that, that's kind of been heavily hinted at throughout the series. So that wasn't a huge revelation. Um, the one that I was finally thankful of getting an answer to was why all of Rios's emergency holograms look like Rios, uh, except for their amazing array of accents. Um, <laughs> like Peyton List is working hard on just the one accent and... Then you've got uh, old mate just just busting out as many as he possibly can in his... Like, what a dream of a role to be like, okay, you're going to be the attractive brooding captain. And then, and that would be enough for me. Thank you. Like, he's a very, very uh, sexy individual. Uh, and then he's gone, yeah, 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 I can be brooding captain. And they've gone, also, we want you to play these five other lunatics and they all have to have a, a different character. And he's gone, yeah, I don't have that much range, but I can do accents. Uh- <laughs> Because sometimes an accent is enough. <laughs> it's like, I can't really play another character. I'm only good at doing this one kind of button-down guy. But I'll just I'll be all these other people. But he's amazing. Like, they're all, I, I, they're all individual characters in and of themselves without the stupid accents. Uh, it's like um, <laughs> it's like a theatre sports game, the hat of accents. Like, put your hand in, pull out an accent. Who are you? I'm the emergency navigation hologram. Well, it, I didn't understand that one at all. Anyway, um, so if he's the navigation, what's the other one? Is he tactical? It's the emergency tactical hologram. There's the hospitality hologram. There's the medical hologram. Um, and... And the engineering hologram. So they're the five. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the scene with uh, Rafi having to talk to five people who aren't there was glorious. Because um, sometimes I watch TV, and because I've made TV shows, I I I stop suspending my disbelief, and I just go, "Oh, that's a hard one." <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard one where you're talking to like it would have been five stagehands or something just sitting there looking bored. Oh my lord! They like because when we do sometimes like when we do rehearsals for hard quiz, um, the some of the guys in the office have to stand in for the contestants and they actually try and answer the questions while Tom's asking them. So Tom runs through the questions like two or three times, uh, and it's become quite a weird competitive thing. Where where the guys in the office are like all over it. It's like, yeah, I'm into it. I'm totally into it. <laughs> I because I know the kind of people that do the stand-ins. Um, I just have this terrible vision of Raffi, uh, Michelle Hurd acting her pants off in this moment. Uh, while she desperately wants a drink. Um, and is like, I've got to get to the bottom of why Rios is freaked out and. <laughs> She would have been faced with just a bunch of disaffected hipsters just sitting on the couch. Because, yeah, he's not there in his five different makeups. Anyway, um, I did enjoy that answer. Uh, Also, the answer to why Girardi killed Maddox. Uh, Also, finding out that, yes, Commander O was half Vulcan. And that's why they let her in Starfleet. I mean, because I did, I thought it was irresponsible of Starfleet to hire a Romulan. I know they're very accepting. Uh, you know, it's a broad church; they will let anyone in. Um, but you know, that's that's probably a step too far. Letting in a Romulan, a full-blooded Romulan. I mean, they must have known she was half Romulan. Like, she can't be dodging the Doctor like her entire career. Who knows? Uh, Tamlin to meet her, bless her, and her 
gorgeous dark sunglasses. Um, the the scene on the planet was very full on. So now here is something that I find difficult in this episode. Uh, I've I've been putting off talking about it and going on about hard quiz rehearsals because this is something I didn't want to talk about because it's very it's a difficult situation. It's a, a difficult topic. So the episode starts with. Uh, you know, what, seven people committing suicide with rocks and guns and all sorts of stuff. It is really full on. And I know that that's meant to say to us, this is how full on this information is about the uh, synthetics in this ancient civilization. Uh, so we go, right, that is that is so insane that it has driven a whole group of people to suicide one at a time like clawing at their faces, pulling their hair out, like very, very horrendous behaviour. Um, except for Peyton List, who just spat out one single tear like she's Brooke on Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, and then we fast forward to Rios talking about his captain, his beloved captain, who he kind of treated as his dad, even called him his old man. Uh, he commits suicide. In I know it's only in a... We don't see it. But it's it's a very visceral moment uh, in the telling, uh, and you're like, oh wow! So that's what our ninth, tenth suicide for the episode. And then Doctor Girardi says, "I've felt like committing suicide every mo- moment ever since she had that that Vulcan mind meld with Commander O and had the horrendous thing put into her head." And I'm just like, ah, I mean. In this day and age, suicide is not something you throw out there as, you know, a tiny little plot device. Like, if, like the, with Captain Rios' captain, well, he wasn't a captain back then, but anyway. So, with the captain, that is that felt like a really affecting moment. Uh, and I was like, wow, that is full on. Like, he's had to murder two people because of his orders. And it was to save his entire ship full of crew. And that was what he felt he had to do. And then when he was taken to task on it, that's when, you know, he decided that, yeah, he had gone too far and ended it all. Uh, So that felt like the most powerful moment of suicide in this episode. But with all the ones at the start and then the other one at the end, and it just felt like, I don't know, too far. Also, can we talk about Seven of Nine deciding to become the Borg Queen uh, and then having to put up with all of her Borg being spat out the airlock, taking over the SB, XBs, uh, which I didn't realise they could be taken over, but whoa, look out. Um, and hijacking the whole Borg cube. I'm like, surely there was an easier way. <laughs> surely she could have gotten away without... Stealing the whole Borg cube. Like, it seemed a bit over the top. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was great. It was exciting and fun. And, you know, we wouldn't have got that cute little joke moment with, oh, you're going to assimilate me now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it just it just felt like too much. Uh, and I, I guess because we were too busy having all, our su- all of our suicide moments, we didn't get a moment of Seven of Nine really agonising over going back into the collective and not only going back in, but installing herself as the queen, essentially. Um, I mean, maybe that will we'll have some PTSD from that in the next couple of episodes. There's only two left. 
Uh, and I feel like this one's answered all the questions so that we can have two episodes of death and destruction and, you know, someone's going to cark it. Someone we like will cark it. It's not just going to be Hugh. I'm worried about Seven of Nine, to be honest. And maybe even Captain Rios. All right. Uh, there's another one next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.